0: Hey guys, it's Allie. Welcome back to Infertil AF, the podcast. This is episode 89 called Abby, Sophie, Allie, and Lena. Okay, guys, so the reason that we're doing this bonus podcast episode today is because last week, as many of you know, Lena Dunham came out with an article in Harper's about her infertility experience, and it was very controversial. So, Abby and Sophie, who are fertility coaches and fertility warriors, who have in circle fertility, where they do coaching and give people a lot of support, and they're just big advocates in our community, we all decided to jump on a bonus podcast episode and just kind of talk about our thoughts on the article and mostly how we can do better as a community. So that's one thing that's come out of this is that we all realize that communication needs to be a little bit better. There's factions of the community that feel unseen, So we are going to use this article as a catalyst to do better and be more inclusive and make everybody feel seen and heard. So without further ado, this is our conversation about the Lena Dunham article. I'm here with Abby and Sophie and we wanted to get on the phone like ASAP because there's so much controversy going around about this Lena Dunham article and Harper's. Hi guys. Hi. There's so much to unpack. We don't have a ton of time, but I know we are all like fast talkers and fast thinkers. So I think we'll get to as much as we can. I just wanted to start by saying that I saw the article, whatever, the day it came out a couple of days ago. And I my first thought was yes, finally, like another celebrity. And actually the reason I saw it was because a lot of people, friends of mine who are not in the infertility community had texted me and been like, you got to get her on your podcast. You got to get her on your podcast. And I was like, oh, she wrote an article. So I read it while Sunny was like falling asleep and I was on my phone and kind of scrolling. And I was like, oh, Lena. Like my initial thoughts were like some of her writing I thought was really great. Turns of phrase that were really good. Some of it was like eye roll inducing. Like I thought some of her points were very bratty and like holier than thou and white privilege, but I kind of was like, whatever, that's how she is. She's a provocateur. You know, this is her. And my initial takeaway was if anybody is talking about infertility, it's a good thing. It gets the conversation going, you know, this is a a positive thing. So I posted about it and I kind of cherry picked some of the lines that I thought were good went to bed, didn't really think much more of it. (laughs) And then the next day, Abby and Sophie and my business partner, Blair and I, we were all texting about something. And then Abby, you said, what did you guys think about my rant? And I was like, "What, what rant? And then I read what you had posted about Lena, which we'll get into, which I thought was fantastic. And then I thought, whoa, people are really hurt by this. Let me give this another look. I don't think I like unpacked this enough or digested it enough And I have to be honest, I was like, I don't want to, I didn't want to come across as somebody who was championing what she had said. Like, I posted it because I I was glad she wrote it. I didn't agree with everything, but then I got nervous because I'm like, I don't want to hurt anybody in our community. I'm so fiercely protective of this community as I know you both are too. Mm -hmm. So for the first time ever, I took my post down because I was Mm -hmm. like, it's not worth it. I don't want to give her more publicity. I don't want to open wounds that are already hurting for people. And then I wrote another post with a quote from what you had said, Abby, Mm. and kind of started another dialogue. So it was like a lot of different layers to this article. (laughs) Um, So many layers. All right. So taking it from that point, I guess let's start with Abby. What what was your initial thought? Because I think your post kind of got the whole ball rolling in terms of like the people I talk to on a regular basis.
1: And it's so funny that you say that because your post got my ball rolling. Oh, I mean, Sophie really got my ball rolling. I saw the article briefly come out. I'm so guilty as I think we all are of headline, you know, headline reading and not going into the full thing. Of course I knew I would, but I just saw like a very little bit of it. And then Sophie texted me about it and was like, listen, I'm going to do a post about this from our business Instagram account, because I think there's a lot to say, And we'll get more into what Sophie's thoughts were, but Mm -hmm. you know, her initial reaction is like support, support, support. Like you said, this is a a voice in the community and we are so used to just trying to maximize and amplify each other's voices. Mm -hmm. That was her gut instinct, but she was like, I'm not going to post it until you've read the whole article and until I kind of reread it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then I saw your post that was sort of in support but Mm -hmm. really not very verbose. I noticed that you didn't say very much Mm -mm. in what you wrote. And so I thought, wow, I feel like Allie is wanting to support this voice, but doesn't necessarily agree with everything. So she's keeping it very diplomatic.
0: Mm -hmm. That was my advice. Right.
1: That was you. And, but I, you know, you're a trusted voice that I listen to. And I know Sophie does too. And so then I read the whole article. This was what day are we? Wednesday. So it's like Monday night so funny how quickly this unfolded. And <laughs> I was like livid and rageful and really pissed. And I kept like halfway through, I'd be like, Sophie, I'm a third of the way through. And I want to scream, <laughs> fuck you, and, but I was, I'm going to keep reading. I was talking her down. Yeah. I was like, but, but, but I'm going to keep reading. So, you know, because I was like, maybe it gets better, maybe whatever. And so Sophie had also <laughs> almost a diplomatic post from our business account. And I said like, I don't know if I can be diplomatic about this Mm -hmm. one. And she was like, yeah, I agree. And so, you know, it was late. I didn't think this was going to like blow up the infertility community the way that it did. But the part that really, what I came away with was I just felt so used in Mm -hmm. terms of being a member of this community that really helped her get through a really tough time. She talks about the support that she had for two years by, searching the hashtags that many of us use, namely infertility warriors, which is Mm -hmm. a badge that we mostly wear very proudly. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like exposed, like, like that whole time she was like, well, now let me write the, the parts where I was rolling my eyes. Right. And it felt very raw and just like, listen, we're still a very new community. We are figuring this out as we go as well. And we just want to find a way and an outlet for these women. How dare you? use that outlet for what you need and then turn around and say what you don't like about it. It's just not right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you use the word you know, betrayal, Abby, betrayal. Exactly. Yeah. I felt so betrayed. I felt like we are women opening ourselves up in these spaces and it might not be for you, but don't shit on us. You know, mm-hmm. you can say, and and I want to be very clear and I am not an expert on, which I've learned even more so since a lot of these posts have gone up. I'm not an expert on speaking about childless women who did not choose to be childless. Right. And I want to learn more about the best way to acknowledge those sensitivities. Agreed. And I yeah. acknowledge the hurt for sure that Lena felt and I believe is clearly still feeling. But you can express your hurt without really betraying an entire community. And that's where, that's where I was coming from. And Sophie, I wrote this very long post and Sophie is always my best editor because I'm like, this is a rant from my head. And she was like, yeah, it's not making any sense. Or yes, it's exactly what we're all feeling. And, you know, I ended up having to cut it down significantly to fit it within the confines of Instagram. Right. And I thought to myself, it's probably best that Instagram has that, r-. you know, I could have done more in comments, but I was like, it's probably best I shut up now before it goes a little crazy. So that's kind of where I was coming from. And then much to my delight, it opened the floodgates and many people posted about it after that.
0: Totally. I mean, everybody, like it's yeah. not, you know, it wasn't many. It was like, but everyone. everyone... Yeah. Okay. Before I get into my opinions, So, all right, Sophie, tell me your your thoughts. So
1: so my whole trajectory was almost the exact same as yours, Allie. Mm -hmm. I did an initial take of the article and which actually ended up only being the first half because Mm -hmm. there were all these um, advertisements and I didn't keep scrolling. So I thought it ended halfway through and I texted Abby, wow, this article is intense. It's very scathing. Yeah. Right. But then I went back and read the second half of the article. And after completing the article, I was left feeling incredibly guilty and ashamed. And that compelled me to draft the post that Abby was mentioning uh-huh. was very diplomatic and was very much from a place of like, Oh, I think we may be guilty of what she's accusing us of, which is basically making her feel the way that we hate so much feeling ourselves by people in the fertile community, right? Like excluded and alone. And so I started writing this post about how we should make sure that we are being inclusive and make sure that we are honoring everyone's pain and suffering. And then Abby read the article and was like, whoa, 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 and kind of confirmed what I initially felt, which was like, wow, this is really harsh. And not only is it harsh, <laughs> but it is mean, it is mm-hmm. mean spirited. Mm-hmm. And that I think is my main point of contention in that, you know, we are all coming from this intensely vulnerable place, right? Mm-hmm. Where we are. We are going through grief and disappointment and sadness and loss. So for her to say you all over there from whom I derived support when I needed it mm-hmm. are actually full of it, you know, and mocking us yeah. directly mocking us, um, just came across as cruel and unnecessary in telling her story. So we, you know, as Abby said, our default in this community is support, 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 right? Like we we immediately want to make sure that no one feels the way that we are so used to feeling. We are mm-hmm. so well-practiced, right? In these feelings of resentment, and bitterness, right. And anger, right? So the prospect that we're making someone else feel that way to me was, was like, oh shit, like I, I, we need to make sure that we're not doing that to someone else. But that shame spiral <laughs> that I went into after reading the article is, is actually so ironic. Yeah, and- yeah.
0: well, it's funny because I had the same mm-hmm. thought where I was like, oh my God, I don't ever, I have like poured my heart and soul into this community as you guys have, you know, with Fertility Rally and with my podcast and just day-to-day stuff with supporting people and trying not to be judgmental of people, and then i was like oh my god i never want to come across as like right. hurting somebody and that really made me sick to my stomach the fact that mm-hmm. people were so hurt and then if my publicizing it was could be be misconstrued at all as supporting her opinion rather than supporting the fact that she had written it you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. it's so complicated like i don't there's i don't think there's any like right or wrong answers here and i still think that you know, her, her, obviously she has the right to say whatever the fuck she wants. Like, you know, it's her, it was her opinion. And, you know, again, she's a provocateur and she's an artist and she likes to make people uncomfortable, but agreeing with you guys and what you guys both made me realize on a deeper dive was that she was being mean spirited and it was like making fun of Etsy and yes, the people, what is
1: the purpose of that? Like you know, the people that, that,
0: you know, like taking digs at people. And that was just mean. And that was the point where I was like, Oh, I didn't really, I kind of glossed over that. Cause I was like, Oh, she's just being Lena. But then I was like, wait, this is really hurtful. And this community is hurt enough already. Like, exactly. And that was the point where I kind of turned my opinion and you know, she's the stuff about the people having the dolls that look like babies. I was like, where is no, this coming? Just, it was so was random. Right. Cruel. I yeah. Realize. I felt like that was just a dig, and, like a full to on
1: humiliate people for the way that they grieve. Just exactly. because you cannot relate to it. Yeah. It's, it's just so unhelpful.
0: Yeah. And one somebody's comment, I mean, there's been so hundreds of comments now at this point on all the different posts that have gone up, but somebody said, I felt like I was reading like a movie script. Like it was almost like she was trying to paint a scene that would look mm-hmm. good on a TV show or movie mm-hmm. without thinking about the repercussions. And I was like, that's such an interesting way to look at it because yes, that that scene with the cop that found the doll in the car, that's right. a movie scene.
1: That that's is not part a- of
0: our community. Like, right. I, I mean, you know, it was...
1: And by the way, I mean, even, look, thats hard, that was hard for me to read as a reality that people go through, but do you know right. how deeply devastated you must be to replace your potential live child with a big doll exactly so to to poke fun at that is yeah. just so so wrong right and exactly. the other thing i wanted to say is like especially as an entertainer who really has worked very hard to get what she has and i'm not diminishing that but like we are all working hard our dreams. Our dreams are just different than yours. And nobody's mm-hmm. shitting on the way you built your dreams. Don't shit on the way we're building. We're building ours. You right. Know? Right. I want to exactly. say, Ali, too, that, you know, you're saying, of course, she has a right to her opinion, and she certainly does. But it comes it comes down to this, the issue of celebrities in general and mm-hmm. the fact that they have such a broad platform. Right. You have right? to be like, careful, she right? She has the ability to shape a public opinion here. Yes. And it is so concerning to me that she is belittling this community in a way that has the potential to impact not only the reputation of it, but to impact People who will then like want to make use of it. You know, this community yes. is a lifeline for so many people. So if yes. some people read that article and think like, "Oh, I'm going through this pain and suffering," but that community is obviously not for me, then you're cutting off a lifeline Completely. to people. Potentially, I mean, I don't want to be melodramatic, but it's like, you know, you you just have a responsibility with your words, yes. whether you like it or not. And, right.
0: because and to because I cause think-
1: harm is is really very different than just to share your story.
0: Absolutely. You're right. You're totally right. And the I think the the reason that, or the way that she frames the community, and it could be somebody's, you know, someone reading this article that doesn't know anything about
1: infertility,
0: that's their first take on it. And exactly exactly what you said, Sophie, that someone might be like, oh, I don't want to join that weird cult where (laughs) they like, you have to make sweatshirts on Etsy, you know, like the way that she, it was just mocking. And it's such a false... Narrow-minded representation. So reductive.
1: That yeah. reductive is the is the perfect is that, word. Yeah. Yes, I've seen and that around, and it just captures it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's also the aspect of like, look, we all can attest to the factory. We sometimes feel that we're a cog in the wheel of a fertility clinic, but she also really <laughs> disrespected in a way mm-hmm. the medicine the the world of modern medicine and yeah like there are problems within the infertility clinics and i that part didn't feel such like such a betrayal to me because mm-hmm. it might have to the doctors and that's not my issue but she was given the choice at 31 to have a hysterectomy like women have had to live with and i'm not saying they should but they've had to live with the pain of endometriosis forever and ever and ever and mm-hmm. i don't ever want them to have to live with that pain mm-hmm. but because she has privilege and medical care and mm-hmm the foresight to go to a doctor and get the treatment that she needs. She was able to, as an adult woman, make that choice that so many are not able to make. So don't also shit on that system. Mm -hmm. You know, I just feel like every, she was looking every gift horse in the mouth and Mm -hmm. it's just not an appropriate way to
0: amplify the platform. Absolutely. So was there any responses that you guys got from any of the posts that surprised you or like people that you know, I would say overwhelmingly, most people disagreed with a lot of it, but there, was, there is a faction of like people that were like, she said things that I feel. So mm-hmm. I think it's worth acknowledging that too. You know, This is not everything is for everybody, obviously.
1: And that um, really, really spoke to me. Katie, I'm so sorry. I'm for Chasing Creation. What yes. is her? In- okay. Chasing Creation. So beautifully articulated and really ultimately ended up telling me she was sorry for being so heated and I told her no apology necessary because it hit everyone's response rallying around our side of this community I can understand would be triggering for somebody who desperately wants a child didn't choose not to have one mm-hmm. and and is struggling still with that with that reality and I just think that she so beautifully highlighted that perspective and it's funny because I saw it and responded to it under your post of my something that I had written. Oh, okay. and simultaneously, Sophie had, had screenshot it and texted it to me and said, this is the perspective I think we always need to remember to listen to. And it was the same exact comment, mm. which just goes to show how relevant and poignant it was. Right. And it's true. I, I do want to learn more about speaking about that community. And right. the whole point of us as IVF warriors, infertility warriors, speaking out is to continue to educate people on how to, how to talk about us and what makes us good and what makes us feel bad. And so similarly, I want to make sure we include that perspective too.
0: Completely. Cause you know, I had talked to her on a side note as well. And, you know, she was saying there's like two, I don't want to misquote her. So this is just my interpretation, but you know, there's two different or more than two, there's various groups within this big group, right. Mm -hmm. Within this big community. And like you said, there's the childless, not by choice group, which, you know, I had her on my podcast last year and it was because she had reached out to me. It was like, Hey, what about me? You never talked to anybody. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I never want to overlook, you know, what you've gone through. And I think what she was trying to say to me, at least about this article was that, you know, while one kind of group was hurt and felt like it was an unfair characterization one group felt seen and validated to a certain degree, mm-hmm. which I think is really worth talking about more.
1: Yeah, those are that is that is exactly the word that I was going to use, Ali is seen, that she felt seen. I've seen multiple comments from people in that sort of sub-community, childless not by choice, who have said, wow, this article really made me feel seen, mm-hmm. which I think is so resonant and we can all very much relate to. And I truly appreciate that because all of us have struggled to feel seen. And so the fact that this article was able to provide that for people is really important. And the fact that it had to happen at the expense of other people just detracts from it, if anything else, if Mm -hmm. anything, you know, I mean, it's, there's a way to help others feel seen without then, you know, bashing the people who helped us you know, feel seen in the first place. And I, and, and so that is really, that's the sticking point for me. I want to be able to honor that. I want, it's a beautiful thing that she gave voice to something that I certainly take responsibility for not giving voice to enough. Mm -hmm. And I think our community, our larger community, meaning the infertility community clearly has some work to do on this point. Um, So I don't, I don't want to overlook that.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Abby? I agree. We do
1: have some work to do on that point. And in some ways, I guess then without this article having been written and come out there, we wouldn't have known that. And so that's some good that came of it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But like Sophie said, I just don't believe in shaming some for the benefit of others. I think we all agree on that. Right. You know, Completely. and I just, I just wonder to myself, like, what is she thinking right now? Is she like, wow, you know, I really put some art yeah. into the world in my writing. Like, I just really want to know. Yeah. And I How can we find out? Because I
0: was- I know. I was wondering that too. Like, is she pleased with like dropping this bomb on our community and then watching like everybody, all the shrapnel, like everybody, you know, because it's like literally had people talking for two days.
1: Well, which I'm sure is very rewarding to her in a way, right? As a provocateur, that means it's getting traction, having conversation, right? Even negative attention can be good attention sometimes in that world. But I'm I'm also so curious because, you know, I had these two primary takeaways from this article, like, A, I should feel guilty and, insh- and ashamed for being part of this community, right? This larger infertility community. And B that, oh, wow, people who are experiencing infertility, as I mentioned, might read this and feel even less able to reach out for help. So like, congratulations, Lena. Like you just took your profound story of loss and grief and reckoning and kind of turned it into a weapon. So how do you feel? Does that feel, right. like, do you, do you feel better yet? I, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I'm also And so that married. was like, so many of the comments were like, she sounds like a scorned ex-girlfriend. Yeah. You know, and it did feel from a some kind of, not professional, but psychological opinion. It was almost like in case somebody came out against her decision to stop trying to have a baby, she wanted to reject our community before they publicly rejected her. Mm. Yeah. Like preemptively, it honestly felt a little bit that way to me. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, it is at the expense of actually alienating people from reaching out and getting the help that they need, then I don't know as a provocateur, like I don't feel like that was her intention, right? but maybe I'm naive and I'm giving her the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt.
0: Yeah. I was, I'm wondering like, does she realize how much pain she's caused?
1: Well, yeah. And I don't, and I don't think so at all. And I want to, and I want to say, you know, just Abby and I have a coaching business called Encircle mm-hmm. Fertility. So the fact that our professional lives are dedicating mm-hmm. to coaching women and couples who are who are just navigating this process, who are really in the thick of it, we have that bias for sure. My immediate bias was like, oh, people are gonna read this and not wanna come forward and ask for help. And our whole yes. life's work is dedicated to offering that help. But I mm-hmm. want to make sure to say that I don't think I'm not gonna put that on her that like she actually had that in mind. Right. That, oh, I'm gonna right. try and I'm gonna try and, and create this barrier to entry for support for for lifeline support. So I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't wanna take it that far.
0: Yeah. I think part of my issue, I'd love to hear like a a couple more specifics from you guys about what were certain like lines in the article. I don't know if you have it pulled up or anything, but yeah,
1: you know what I'm looking at? I'm looking, um, there's that one. I think you quoted it at some point about the only, I I don't see I'm going to look for it while we talk. Yeah. The only people worse to the infertility Mm. community than a mother having a baby are those who stop trying to have a baby. Yes.
0: That line. really. yeah. Really, really bothered me. And, and I was. And that
1: like, line fuck seemed that- to have resonated with everybody. Right. Because um, I just okay, wrote it a lot.
0: I found it. If there's one person less welcome among the IVF warriors than a new mother, it is a woman who has given up on becoming one. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that's maybe the crux of it is like a lot yes. of people felt really irked by that. But then I think a lot of people might have felt seen by that line. Like that's the line, I think, where, you know, mm-hmm. that really. Yeah. Is- um, Cause that
1: is trying to define that is an attempt to define the entire quote IVF warriors yeah. community. That's going to, that's going to yield a lot of different opinions and try and try and like narrow it down to that one line.
0: Right. And I think part of the problem is like, she comes across as so definitive in her opinions. Mm. Yeah. That it's like, Such this, an is, expert. this is the way that it is. And this is the way that it is. And like, it's like, no, it's a, it's different for everybody. And B what you you're rejecting this community, but now you're like defining it like that. That juxtaposition really kind of bothered me.
1: Agree, agree. I have a line, and I know this was a line that really got to Abby as well. Um, but where she, let me just try and pull this up. You know, she's talking about something being weirdly cheap. Oh, the lawyers' fees, right? Being weirdly really cheap. She said, "You know," quote. Really cheap, I said, living in the exact state of delusion that I was attempting to observe in this piece. So she uses the word delusion or delusional more than once in this piece directed at other people. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. That line is a little bit about her own delusion, but she's saying the delusion of all of these people, including that whole, you know, the whole reborn community. And that to me was was really what stung the most is is calling other people delusional in the way that they communicate and cope and grieve is, again, just mean-spirited and cruel. That's the only way I can think of to describe it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And similarly, she says, the women have given up jobs, moved across the country, gotten divorced, and then remarried, losing friends and precious fertilized embryos along the way in a process that is designed to make mother nature your bitch. Yeah. And to defy a basic fact of human existence dating back to blah, 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 the Bible. And she's right. And people do do that. And you know what? So fucking what? Like that is our choice to do. And you don't get, you were going to do it too. In mm-hmm. fact, here if you, you are. If you, if you could. And here you are four years later, since your journey started, still thinking about it, still angry about it and still writing about it. So I think it's still sitting with you too. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean, I think the bigger takeaway from all of this is like, like we all know so well, like infertility never leaves you. Right. I mean, she's still in pain from very much.
1: So this article screams pain.
0: Right. And I think that, you know, that begs the question, which I wanted to read one comment that somebody put on my post, which made me think, and it, you know, it begs the question, which I think would be a good way to kind of wrap this up is like, how can we do better? right? How can Mm -hmm. we serve more people and how can we not exclude people and how can we keep the conversation going without hurting people? So somebody made this comment and said an insular community with one definition of truth doesn't make a community.
1: I saw that Allie.
0: All ideas and opinions being shared make a community. In my experience, the bonding of this community does often come from who has it worst and a never give up mentality that can be taxing and ill aligned with the truth of so many I respect that we all read this with the overlay of our own experiences, and hope a dose of open-mindedness to the truth of others can be remembered. And I thought that comment was like, "Whoa, that's a
1: very impactful,
0: very impactful." Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Hold on, so, before we even... and I don't want to. I want to, as part of that, I just want to also acknowledge she talks about so much about the whiteness of the. Uh-huh, I was yes. just going to yes. say that, Abby. I yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm
0: not I trying to rush you guys it. It. at all. I just. No,
1: no. Of course, I to yeah, Talk like, about like, it we could go on for days on this. We basically (laughs) are on Instagram. Um, I just wanted to say, and I am not, I am a white woman and in severe debt from having gone through my journey. And I'm, and that was my choice and I stand by it, but like the access given to the, this is such a bigger problem about the the world of the, you know, the medical world. And I just feel like she threw it out there from her perspective without going into why women of color don't, go down the IVF road as much or what their lack of access to help to good healthcare looks like Mm -hmm. and just sort of threw it out there as like another dig without actually explaining there's there's so much I could unpack about just this part of it but in terms of
0: what do you wish she included like or explained better
1: well just instead of sort of berating the white women who go down this path talk about the other women who would love a better chance to go down this path as well. Mm-hmm. And there was mm-hmm. just no empathy for it. It was just like a, a f- one side of the fact. I'm not articulating myself very well on this. And and Sophie is as my best editor can probably tell you exactly what I'm thinking, but like, she just didn't, she wasn't inclusive enough. I mean, that's sort of obvious, but I just wish she would have gone into why the demographics of IVF look the way that they do.
0: Right. Yes, Nobody's, exactly
1: just yeah, because I, just because I'm white and and happen to have gone down this path isn't doesn't mean I don't, I don't want everybody to have the opportunity to go down mm-hmm. that path but there's a lot of reasons that they don't yeah i mean she says it's again so reductive that she says ivf warriors are mostly white white women are five times more likely than women of color to undergo fertility treatment yes absolutely and why is that And again, by targeting the women who are currently going through it without actually acknowledging the systemic racism in our healthcare system, Mm -hmm. um, just feels like a little bit of a pseudo attempt to be socially conscious. Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't for for the sake of dropping that's, it's like for the sake of saying you're socially conscious, but not actually going into depth as to what the reasoning is, right? It doesn't do the greater the greater harm in our, in our society, the greater you know, the inequity, the fundamental inequity it doesn't do that any service or justice. So you're coming from this position of power because you have such a voice. Wow. You could really, you could really shed some light on this instead of instead of just offering this very sort of shallow and narrow view of it.
0: Right. It's interesting to think of if she had had a child or, you know, something, what her take would be, would be if it would be a totally different perspective. And it wouldn't be this angry kind of ex-girlfriend scorned thing. Or, you know, I wonder like if what that would look like, I would love to hear from her. And people are in comments like, don't give her any more publicity. Don't Mm -hmm. give her. And I'm like, but I don't know. I feel like there needs to be a follow-up now with, I don't, you know, now that I hope it gets back to her that she has enraged and lit up this whole community.
1: Well, I did send my post to Harper's Magazine and, Good. and with no response, of course. And I will, I think all of us, the three of us at least should send this episode to both her publicist and Harper's Magazine because I would love to be in conversation with her yeah. and like actually hear her perspective and, you know, s- see what she has to say now. And, I agree. and I'm curious, like, if she was doing this to push the envelope and be provocative, and if she therefore is reading the comments and the results or not, or she just wants to say her piece and be done with it, you know? Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would think she'd probably want to see what the, the back or not backlash, but responses, the shake. Yeah, the shake, yeah exactly.
1: Yeah. I'm, so. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that these, that all of this backlash is not just going to be reduced to, Oh, there's always going to be naysayers. You know, I hope that, there, I hope that these sort of reactions are taken as being substantial and legitimate and important and not just, you know, oh, there's always going to be, you know, people who who come back at you.
0: Right. No, I think it's important that the conversation was cracked open and that People are saying, you know, their piece. And like I said at the top, it's like, it's it's not black and white. This is so layered and it's so complicated. And everybody's got slightly different opinions on slightly different parts of it, which I think is really healthy and good because it helps people change and grow, right? Like I haven't met anybody who was like, oh, I'm totally steadfast in my opinion. And I don't want to listen to somebody else's. Like, that's what another thing I love about our community is like, I do feel like people are willing to listen to each other and be like, oh, you're right yeah, I shouldn't have said that or Mm -hmm. I took that the wrong way or I should have dug Mm. a little deeper before I did X, Y, and Z because when you do have a platform, you have to be careful of what you say because you don't want to hurt people.
1: And we um, are as a community, we are so deeply empathetic
0: and compassionate.
1: And sensitive because of what we have all been through. So we are coming from that position no matter what. And again, we don't always get it right. Right. But I just want to reiterate that we we can relate to other people's pain and suffering
0: mm-hmm. on
1: such a profound level. So that that is what that is what gives us the space to be able to stand corrected when necessary and Probably. also to communicate how we feel which is very justified in this case.
0: Yeah. How? Uh, what else do you guys think we can do to be better and like be more inclusive as a whole?
1: I really would like, I mean, personally, I would be like that the chasing creation really struck an, a chord with me. Mm-hmm. I would really just like to learn how to better serve that piece, that part of the community in terms of listening and making them feel seen and heard and making space for them. Mm-hmm. So I think that for me, that's what this, that's the good that's come of this for me that yeah. I... Think well. As a community, we need to to be better about yeah. And those of us with the platform, um, like Abby and I for Encircle Fertility, are going to be highlighting one person every month for the circle column. Yeah, we'll definitely be including women and couples from the childless not by choice community. Yeah, because those of us with the platform have that responsibility to lift up those voices as well. Yeah. So I think that's how we can be better. Those of us who do have reach and are coming from a position where we can influence awareness.
0: Yeah, completely. And I think, Abby, you had said, was it you that was like, Chrissy Teigen, we need your yes, voice here. We need you, Chrissy. I need her so Chrissy. bad. We got to um, get on the back on the horn with Chrissy, Lena, Katie yes. from Chasing Creation, like... Um, and I just so you're we're clear when we deal, like, what up,
1: Chrissy? What up, Lena? What up? You know, like there might be a No, but I think I mean by the way, Chrissy's dealing with all of her her own stuff right now. Yeah, but I think ultimately she will have a voice. I I think she will have an opinion on this. I hope she does.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out, and I hope it doesn't just die down. And it wasn't just like the news story of the day, you know, like. Totally. I, I think. Allie, what do you,
1: what do you think we can do better? What, what do you same? Think?
0: I mean, I think yeah. it's just you know the diversity and highlighting different stories and just trying to make everybody see feel seen. I yeah, that's the gist of it. So I
1: wanted to say one other quick thing about sort of one down. That's not a negative, but one downside about this community, and I don't know who posted it recently. And I don't know if either of you stopped, but somebody said that she had a friend or a client, I don't remember who had to sort of get off of Instagram, who's going through infertility because she was like, I don't own a letter board. And I, and therefore mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like I'm a part of this community. Mm-hmm. And that really struck me because I was like, again, it is in one way, so reductive, like that's not what we're about. And at the same time, are we really serving each other? I just just it. of course, it's not just posting a letter board. There's so much behind it and so much thought and care that people put into their posts that they're accompanying with a photo of a letter of mm-hmm. a letter board. But that has really stuck with me in terms of what I put out there and in terms of what we can do better. Mm-hmm. Like I want to make sure that there's, there's thoughtful content behind what we're, what we're, what people are seeing.
0: Right. Completely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So I just wanted to add that. No, I think that's a great point. And for people to not, I mean, I think it's just cheap shots, right? For people to just generalize like, oh, they all have a letter board or they all have an Etsy shop or like, it's like, you don't need to stoop to that level.
1: Right, right. And some of it is also just the the way that the this community is, by definition, a community that lives on social media for the most part. right. Um, and so it is at the behest of of everything that social media is about, which a lot of it is about just headlines and right sort of just, you know, not really not really delving, not really delving in too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that we all, I mean, if it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't have exactly. That.
1: Oh, and I right. think
0: that there's. 99% of the people in this community are are really trying to do good and be inclusive and you know we all make mistakes and we're all learning and I think that is you know if we can all just keep pushing forward and trying to listen to each other and keep the conversation going then it it will just keep getting better and better I hope
1: I agree thank you for moving so swiftly to make this happen
0: oh my gosh I was like <laughs> we got to get on the phone tomorrow. Yes. <laughs>
1: I just, Tech. Thank I was, you, Allie, so much. Yeah. For
0: thank you so guys that. so much. I love you both. We love you. Same here, girl. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, guys. So glad that you took the time. And like I said, we are all learning and growing and evolving. So If nothing else, I hope that this just improves our community and that everybody can have a chance to feel seen and heard and tell their stories. So I also wanted to say, if you don't know yet about Fertility Rally, we are a 24-7 community, content, curated events. Come on over if you're looking for support, if you're going through this. You can find us on IG at Fertility Rally or online at fertilityrally.com. And we would love to have you check out our site and become a member. We're always looking to expand our family. So thanks for listening. And I will talk to you next time.